Welcome to the final question mark session of Temple of the Lava Bears. Yay! Mm -hmm. The final question mark. Yes. The first session of the final question mark. (laughs) Which is to say, not the last episode, of course, because you know that we split the sessions up into different episodes. But uh, Jer's not sure how, if we're going to get through all of his, his campaign in this four-hour session, or perhaps the, we will need another. The Ju- judging from our current amount of forward progress. Yes. <laughs> the I'm pretty plan sure we had, had an, mean, didn't it shake out that we had an entire episode that was just deciding whether or not to open a door? Yes. Okay. Well, the, well no, was, we, we did a bunch of exploring, and then we were trying to figure out how to open the door with a lava behind it. You right. walked down some halls as well. Hey, hey, That's we had good. a very fruitful and, discussion about how we could light one of our me- party members on fire. I mean, that yeah. was true. And you also said you also at one point uh, pondered sacrificing uh, a party member to turn him into a, bo- a pile of bone splinters to kill an enemy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as providing you're just talking about killing each other, um, that makes my job a lot easier. Uh, that was no. only very briefly on the table. Yes. Uh, uh, speaking of things on the table, these delightful things from uh, WormwoodGaming.com, which is our sponsor, makers of the wonderful dice vaults and rolling trays and uh, dice tower and deck boxes and such, um, which we're uh, big fans of, and a big thank you to Wormwood Gaming. And we encourage you to check out WormwoodGaming.com, where there is a promo code that you can use that has done various things. And uh, in the interests of, uh, of covering ourselves for when things may or may not change in the future, I'm going to preemptively introduce... Dungeon Master Jer from the future, who can tell you all about it. Thanks, Player Graham from the past. DM Jer here to remind you that if you go to wormwoodgaming.com and use the order code LOADINGREADYRUN, you will get free domestic shipping or $10 off an international order. Also, uh, you should tune into the Loading Ready Run Facebook page or uh, at Loading Ready Run on Twitter for info on how you can receive some awesome Wormwood Gaming swag. So with that, I will return you to the episode. Enjoy 2015. Enjoy finally getting to make those Back to the Future jokes. And uh, we will see you back in the past. Dungeon Master Jer from the future is so smart. Thanks, 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 future you. Wait, wait, before we start, one second. I'm hoping Dungeon Master Jer from the future is like all like haggard and like, ah, <laughs> uh, uh, I barely survived. That's, that's Dungeon Master Jer from the present. <laughs> Ooh, that, oh, that is... Hopefully that gets picked up by the mic. That Meridian response. So what 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 what, what are we doing? Rings okay, yeah. Corinthian leather. So in in your time in your in your timeline, uh, it has been a week since we last played this game. In our timeline, uh, Desert Bus has happened. Many of us have been to Seattle and back. There's been a couple uh, births. <laughs> Well, surprise. There, there I mean, not ours. Not ours. There are I mean, many births. Some people there's, have been there's, born. there's been many. Mm-hmm. There's and, been some and, deaths. And deaths, yeah. We not, were, also not We replaced Matt with Beach. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, that's happened. So, strict upgrade. Friends became enemies. Enemies became friends. Lessons were learned. A big thing, yeah. yeah. Then swiftly forgotten. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's just do a quick rundown of where we're at so far. Mm-hmm. So all y'all, except y'all, mm-hmm. um, Went into a volcano sure uh, in search of a in search of some people who had gone missing, and uh, in the volcano you found a temple that was inhabited by cultists. You figured that the cultists were not the original inhabitants of that temple uh, because the temple was very very old, and the cultists were in the process of summoning a demon. Uh, they were trying to get to a lower level of the temple um, in the in an attempt to kill a god, well a goddess. Um, but uh, with so yes, with the intent of of killing this god um, to uh, 
presumably cure a wasting disease that they that they had. Um, Which you, is not leprosy, but kind of. Instead, and, we killed them. And uh-huh. that was it's like that, fire leprosy. Oh. And that was like the story that was being told to them by their master dude. Or by, was, by their by their guy in charge, but that didn't seem to be actually what was going on. Right. Well, so he he definitely had some ulterior motive, um, and but because they couldn't figure out how to get to the lower level, they were all working together to summon a demon so that they could ask the demon how to do it. Um, Meanwhile, even our incompetent party, it only took us like. Twenty couple, minutes. Yeah, like twenty thirty <laughs> yeah. minutes like, to figure out how to do it. Yeah, if you don't have the the skill and wherewithal to actually get to where the god is. Maybe that's an indication that you're not prepared to actually fight the god. True story. They weren't even prepared to fight us. Yeah. So, uh, but you haven't found your way there either. Uh, what is certain is that the, but what is certain um, <laughs> is that the uh, volcano that you are in uh, is seeming like it's a lot more active than it was. And it seems like what the cultists have done may have caused some other problems that maybe you can solve. Mm-hmm. Um so you spent some time looking around the temple. Uh, you eventually found a didgeridoo. Sure did. Yay. Yeah. And uh, by sticking the didgeridoo in Beach the lava super confused and he was playing it, you Beach discovered... Beach has not been watching the show. <laughs> this is why we tell these stories. Yeah. 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 Good uh, stories. You discovered that you could summon a giant dragon turtle. Yep. Which we named Sheldon. No. Nope. No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Donovan. 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 That's right. Sheldon would have been way too, way too boring. <laughs> yeah. Too obvious. Yeah. Um, We're turtle hipsters. So you you all rode on the turtle. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, and you fought some fights. Yep. Uh-huh. And uh, you ended up at another location. Uh, that oh, was right. some... It, it's not like... It's not part of the temple, but it, it may be related to the temple in some way. Um, and it's covered in weird glyphs and all sorts of other strange, like... Uh, marks and whatnot that really get in your head and make you feel like things are fine. Um, uh, they remind you of, and, and then we and we we found the bottomless pit with spikes. Yes, you found a spiked bottomless pit. Um, <laughs> are they on the side? <laughs> no, they're nope. on the bottom. They're on oh, the bottom. That's good. Okay. And on the top, actually. Yeah. Oh, neat. Yeah. Uh, you just sort of. It's like falling. a Klein bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah a magical Klein bottle. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, whoever created this. Uh, this particular structure is obviously insane or something because you found all sorts of, of devilish traps uh, before you found a hallway that uh, drove Thok insane. Um, and well, it was the doors in particular. Yes. Yeah. He's not, you're not permanently insane, are you? We don't right? know. Yeah, actually, he was... Actually, yeah, he was kind of insane when we stopped. Now that I remember, <laughs> yeah, he, was, maybe, he's, he's he didn't he didn't want he didn't want to eat or drink, as I recall. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 mostly just eating. I okay. I don't recall just that eating. I had any lasting effects, but I saw some. You had some bad dreams. I saw I, some stuff. Yeah, man. I saw some. Sh- yeah, saw we some had. Shit. Yeah, that was that was some you pretty freaky dreams. Yeah. So I have my dream. Yeah, I got Faze. mine. I got mine too. I gave mine back to Jared. <laughs> I didn't want to keep it. Say as being a, a clever and manipulative person, man, just should not have to do any of that. Here's uh, my dream, Beach. So yeah, that that was. So there's like a hallway point. with a whole bunch of doors on either side, and. Basically, by a process of elimination, each door we're going through making us more insane. Yes. Uh, we found the correct door. Yes. Uh, so you did that, and um, but now uh, your friend Chip uh, has had to go. Well, he's going to be watching watching your rear. Um, Excuse me? Well, mostly <laughs> Vaius' rear. 
um, mm, I right. assume. Which is good that he's staying behind because I'm actually, well, I mean, like I'm running low on first level spells for the day. Mm. So uh, as soon as he goes, we can, I can, well, my spell wears off in an hour. Well, so. we'll say that he goes back down to the, the bottom of the stairs-ish uh, to, you know, make sure that there's nothing coming from behind. Uh, but... Uh, while you're still in this creaky, in this creepy hallway mm. uh, with all the insane making stuff, there is a bright flash and smell of brimstone, and a dragonborn appears next to you. Uh, now, <laughs> from Skyrim, or they're different in D and D, aren't they? No, it's a D and D dragonborn. You goon. <laughs> I know. I helped him roll the character. Is it just, is a dragonborn for the benefit of those watching? Is a dragonborn just a dragon? Kinda. <laughs> So there's a, there's so we talked a little bit about dragons and people mm. uh, in in a past episode and mm, like on, on, we're talking about like kobolds right well on one extreme you get uh, folks like uh, like Veus who you know sorcerer mm. potentially has the blood of some sort of supernatural creature uh, mm-hmm. like way way back like generations and generations and generations back and then. You have like half dragons, like Hraxis, who have a lot of dragon in them. Actually, Donovan's a half dragon too. Um, oh, are Hraxis and Donovan yeah. related? Probably. Possibly. Probably really? <laughs> Seems unlikely. I don't know. How Jer- many dragons well, do you think Jer- are running around? making it seem kind of likely by although, space. <laughs> although Donovan's been has clearly been alive for like a thousands very of long years, time. And Maybe Donovan is Hraxis's dad. The cobalt life cycle can't be that long. Mm. So half cobalt, half dragon could be true so so the thing to remember is dragon lifestyles are very long mm. so like a dragon could have been uh donovan's dad mm. or like uncle or mm-hmm. you know whatever and also Heraxis's dad mm-hmm. or sure. uncle or whatever they don't even know they're half brothers so you know the dragon's female right that that lives that apparently lives in this volcano right um so dragon born comparatively Yes, uh, live so, about as long as humans. Yeah, but they're they're sort of like generational tied to dragons somewhere somewhere between sorcerer where it doesn't like really manifest sometimes for supernatural powers and uh, and half dragon, which is like you are look you look like half a dragon. So mm-hmm. a dragonborn is like they've got the heads and the head like sort of a dragon like head and big claws. They don't actually have tails. Some of them have tails. It's very rare. Um, and uh, they, have, they have fine scales. Mm-hmm. Yes, they have scales Ooh. in the color of the dragon uh, from whom they they. Uh, from whom they are descended. Cool. And uh, they, yeah. Well, actually, it said, I mean, it could, I guess. It said um, uh, that uh, it's it's all sort of uh, converged on kind of bronzy. Mm. Most dragonborn are bronzy Fair. looking. Mm-hmm. But there's hints of whatever other sure. thing. Sure. They all get striations. A, they all get a breath weapon. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's fun. Yep. Some of Halitosis. Them, uh, more more uh, evidently related to one kind mm-hmm. of dragon than others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, like you get, you look at cats, you get, you know, black cats and you get yeah. brown cats and you get ginger cats and you get, you know, tabbies. And they all have their own breath weapons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's also halitosis. <laughs> Hairballs. It's more uh, like a breath trap. That, yeah, uh, hairball is more like a mine. Yeah, they leave it around for you to step on. So, Veus, uh, this spell uh, that you just saw the um, the manifestations of uh, is a teleport spell, mm. and uh, a dragonborn is next to you. So, dragonborn, you see four people. What? Well, you see the back of one person, but he's just left. Yeah. Um, <laughs> who are the four people that you see? Oh, uh, yeah, an elf. Um, I look like this, apparently. This is some, oh, some fan art of Featherway's art. Uh, 
I, I'm an elf with a bow. If you care, my name is Adrian. Not that I will have introduced myself at this point, but that's me. I'm a half-elf. I look like this. I was a rabbit once. <laughs> we'll get to that later, I'm sure. I'm sure. It'll probably come up. You were so cute. Uh, I am a drow. Uh, I look like this, except I'm a girl right now. Uh, right but now. normally yeah. I'm a man. Presently. Right. But. Well, you don't know that yet, though. Yeah, uh, I see a girl drow. But yeah, yeah, I'm a, la- lady I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a I'm a lady drow. And I am uh, a, a large half-orc. Oh. This is a picture of my face. It sure is. Uh, large half-orc wearing uh, full plate armor and carrying a large battle axe. Which Understood. he has now drawn because a dragon thing just appeared in the middle <laughs> of us. A dragon man, yeah, just appeared. <laughs> now, what does this dragon man look like? Um, so I'm going to be a, um, a boat... I'm gonna. It's the basic description from the book, which is about six three, six four. I'm gonna weigh about three hundred pounds. It's just because the dragonborn are kind of they're stocky, dense. Yeah, they're just full of meat and muscle, I guess, and really thick bones. Scales. Yeah, lots of scales, obviously. Uh, that are uh, as we as we discovered, brassy or bronzy. So kind of that bronzy metallic. There's gonna be. Uh, I'm. You're gonna see little wisps of white throughout Ooh. them. That should give you a hint as to. Uh, my lineage. Um, and I'm wearing half plate. Uh, I've got a backpack in which you can see the top end of a loot sticking out of it for God knows what reason. And uh, I'm carrying uh, some papers and some books that I was just kind of haphazardly holding on to. Um, I think that's about it. So a couple of things. He has an ash cloak on, um, which you all recognize. Mm-hmm. But you like look at it and you're like, Oh, that his is white. I remembered mine being that white a while, but mine has started to turn like gray because mm-hmm. of the ash. Yeah, yeah. Well, they turn they turn turn black do, as they absorb fire damage. So his is do mean. we? Oh, as they absorb like so. Do, do we happen to know? Will, will these like wear out after a while? Oh, well, you know how they work. Yeah. No, no, but but okay, but like there's the the damage they can take. Right. This is this is sort of like the the strips on like radiation gear where they're like yeah. once it hits this point, like once it once it turns black, you need to leave. As a reminder <laughs> to the viewers, the ash cloaks that we all have uh, they are they are gray white, the color of ash. The cloak makes the wearer immune to the negative effects of being inside a volcano, which would suck without it, and it absorbs half the fire damage taken by the wearer up to 50 points. After 50 points, both functions stop working. So, like, I've taken, I've only taken six points of the fifty on my ash cloak. So it's only a little bit yeah. dimmer than but before. You're but you're no, like noticing so, in contrast, yeah, um, that yeah, his is his is the color when, that they were when you got them, and oh, yours have darkened a little bit. Right. Ah, fancy. That's a good reminder of our mortality. Yes. <laughs> good. Thank you. Um, also, I was going to mention, you know, female drows are the ones you got to watch out for because it's a matriarchal society, and oh. often the priestesses to loth the demon queen. Uh, Etc. I had no idea. So good old, good old spider butt. So I would. I guess in the, in we, the universe, we, we, I would we, have an idea. We refer to her as anti spider butt. Thank you very much. Mm. Do that's do, our word. <laughs> do bards have the same sort of knowledge things that they used to have? I mean, you you do have certain knowledges, don't you? Yes. Uh, history, I think. Yeah. Um, and arcana and history. Yeah. Excellent. That could be very relevant. That's actually not a bard thing. I believe that was your. Relevant I, to your background. Yeah, I took Sage. Mm. Oh. So, and we'll explain that if you ask me questions, I imagine. 
I think is, the first question is, who are you and what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah. I didn't think anyone was down here. Oh, no, he's doing a voice. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to make us look bad. I don't have to do the voice. No, I'd be more than happy to do the not voice. Go for it. Oh, just remember that you have to do you it just for the next, like, four hours. Yeah, next four hours. Yeah. 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 So don't, don't pick a hard voice. That's why I didn't give my guy a voice. <laughs> that's that's yeah. completely yeah. understandable. I can't imagine Jared doing Hraxis for four hours solid. I'm Dacron. It's a sweet name, Dacron. thought so. <laughs> My brothers Orlon and Rayon couldn't make it. <laughs> so anyway. Boo. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what are you doing down here? What are we doing down here, actually? Oh, we're, we're just, you know, out for a we're stroll. Trying to find the people who were taken from the village. Right, right, we right, found right, right, them. Right, they were you. sacrificed, yes. remember? I forgot. Oh, well. Yeah, okay, we, we found the people who were taken from the village, looked like they were sacrificed, but then we uncovered an even deeper plot. Right. There were more people down here? Uh, y- yes. Where are you? Did you miss all the, there's like. I just got here. There's like kobolds <laughs> and a why, giant Well, why are you turtle? coming here? I. Where did you come from? I came from a near temple nearby or a city. You can city. be from wherever you want. You That's use good. teleport. You I can come teleport. from as, okay. as far away as you want to. <laughs> Just to, to bring you up to speed on yeah. how backgrounds work, whatever you say is the truth. Good. So don't feel like you need to defer to me. I Just, don't I don't want to screw up your plans. No, no. Just go ahead. All right. <laughs> why Why is the, the place that you came from, does it smell funny? <laughs> that you brought, you brought that with you. It's kind of, That's, kind of pungent. That's, I'm, I'm a bit of a traveler is all. <laughs> I'm... Uh, I used to work at a university in one of the larger cities. We won't get into which one. <laughs> <laughs> which? What's the what's the big city in the region? Nope, I don't want to admit to which one I'm from. <laughs> okay, okay. Talk quietly, mouths. University. University. <laughs> he's, he's also also subtly trying to like stand on his toes a little bit because. This is the first guy we've met that's actually a little taller, taller than him. Thok is more kind of wide as well as... He's big, but he's more wide than tall. And I'm definitely keeping my distance from the guy with the axe. <laughs> so That's fair. I'm, only, I'm, I'm here as a researcher. I'm doing an independent study project. Of what exactly? I needed to do some research on some temples. <laughs> and I drew the short straw... And decided to come here. You wait, you drew the short straw and then decided? Well, I had a very limited choice <laughs> after that. I thought it would be a lot nicer, but uh, I'm finding I'm not enjoying the fire as much as uh, I thought I'd be able to put up with. What, you don't think that you've found some scintillating company down here? Oh, no, you all seem wonderful indeed. <laughs> wait, you're not liking fire? You're, you're, you're a d- dragon, isn't that... Oh, well, no, but I'm... Uh, I'm descended of one of the great white dragons. Uh, we're more partial to cold, uh-huh. as it were. I'm not... The, well, this was a terrible place for yeah. you to come. <laughs> the, the other options were, were not as uh, appealing, let me tell you. I only planned to be down here for a very short time anyway. Um, I only came to do a little research and maybe perhaps uh, find some artifacts, then be on my way. Uh, whatever you do, do not go into any of these doors. <laughs> The research is not worth it. <laughs> I'll take you. So are, are you here as... I think as, he should learn that for himself. <laughs> are you here as researchers as well? From another another college of some sort, perhaps? 
Uh, we had a researcher actually. He's sort of he's holed up in a library. We could show you. Oh, bully! We can we can have a joint research project. The it's a little <laughs> Just might imagine be, all this all these words are coming out of a dragon. It's yeah. a little tricky to get Do back you have there. Yep. <laughs> the turtle. I don't know what the schedule for the turtle is. You know, we, yeah, we, we might have missed the the last should, turtle yeah, tonight. Yeah, we should have grabbed his. Uh, <laughs> Is there, is there an app for that? I don't. Like a, like a little. Like a no, little it's a very large turtle. Yeah, like should, a, should like I, a dragon turtle. Yeah, dragon turtle. Should yeah. I be afraid? No, no. 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 He seemed pretty chill. He's like transport. Oh, yeah. He, he lives in the lava. Yeah, river. Donovan is super cool. Oh, excellent. We summon him with a didgeridoo. I'm sure we. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Well, I'm. That's all, what the didgeridoo I, do. I I love music myself. Good. Yes. Oh, yeah. I see that you have a lute. Yes, I I picked up a little barding in my youth. And uh, decided to stick with the whole academic lifestyle after I after I got out of Bard at college, um, but I just can't shake the uh, uh, the fun that I, and the enjoyment I have performing for others, helping them out with everything they do. Very quietly, Veus rolls at this point her eyes and goes, "Oh, I love amateur musicians." <laughs> if she's like a grad student, or. Thok slowly pulls out his dulcimer. (laughs) (laughs) You play as well. We should have a jam session. I dabble. I was just going to say, can we get a... Loot dulcimer jam session. I am am down for a short rest and a jam session, let me tell you. I've got a flute if anyone wants to play along. I I actually have my own ocarina. Oh, excellent. (laughs) Uh, I will lend you the flute, fine lady drow. Sweet, I'll sing. We got this. You've got a didgeridoo as well. Are we just going to quit... Or are we just going to quit We this? should quit D&D and make a band. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get out of here. Then we can solve crimes. We can turn Donovan into the mystery mobile. Oh, my God. He's a li- Donovan's a little limited. He's really... <laughs> we can solve lava-based crimes. As long as the crimes are between this place and the other place. He doesn't... He, Wait, he kind he, of has two He stops. might go further down. We don't know. Oh, that's true. That's true. There could be all sorts of mysteries down that hole. Yeah. Anyway. I will point out the... Uh, you guys are on a staircase right now, yes. yes. Which doesn't have a discernible. We're, I thought we were in a hallway. No, we went we, sort of in we a went staircase. Back. Oh, that back has to like rest. No, right. has no walls, right? Because and the stairs also literally like spiral around as they go up. The gravity is a little wonky. The gravity is not really discernible. Oh yeah, take note of that. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then there there are doors uh, on the sides of and so and there's weird old ancient runes all over the stairs. Uh, you can almost hear sort of a whispering in your ears as you look at them, as if uh, yeah, this is hella weird speaking to you. But we figured out which door is correct, right? Yes, you did figure out which door on the side actually opens and goes somewhere, as opposed to uh, sending you to, to a sleep of hey, hey Dacron, can you read any of these runes? You just said you are a researcher here to do research on this temple. You might know more than about it than we do. I, I, I speak common, uh, draconic, goblin, and primordial. Okay. Um, and I also took comprehend languages as a, as a spell. Ah. Um, none of the languages that you speak are uh, helping you in this case. So I could technically cast comprehend languages, and we might be able to figure this out. Yep. Well, we already know how to get out of this. I mean, that probably would have been so. useful before we did the trial and error to figure out what the proper door was. <laughs> yeah. It's probably like, go through the death door over there, is if, what the runes say. If you like, I can I could cast a spell and try to figure out what it is that we're looking at. Is it, uh, if it's important? It's probably important. I guess. Sure. All right. Sure, why not? How do I cast a oh. spell? 
you, you just say, you cast I cast a spell. Okay, and I cast Comprehend Languages. Okay. And then you mark off, like, so you have X number of first level spells per day, so you say, I've cast one first level spell. Okay. Don't How, use a pen what's, to what's mark your, that what's your, what's your RPing uh, background, Beach? I'm just curious. What oh. Because like, you played D&D for years, right? Uh, yeah, I played 4th yeah, edition. Thank you. I played uh, D&D 4th edition uh, with a character with this there's exact same right voice. There. I, I gave you a pencil. <laughs> oh, there's a pencil right here. How, How long does uh, Comprehend Languages last, by the way? I think it was I'm an just, hour. I'm just looking it up. Oh, okay, actually. good. Yeah. Um, and then I, uh, I've i played some Call of Cthulhu games, and I played Legend of the Five Rings for a little bit, but that wasn't a lot. Like, every oh, time I tried to L5R. RP in that, L5R was rough trying to... Because uh, I was playing somebody from Clan Unicorn, which is an outsider. That's really tough. Oh. So, yeah, it lasts an hour. Um, you can understand any spoken language you hear. Sorry, you understand the literal meaning of any spoken language you hear. You also understand any written language you see, but you must be touching the surface on which the words are written. Mm. That could be dangerous. That's, that's super are bad. They, wait, are the writings on the door? No, the writings are on the stairs. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It takes so, about one minute to read one page of text. The spell doesn't decode secret messages and then text or glyph, such as an arcane sigil that isn't part of a written language. Okay, so... Um, I'd have to touch the stairs. Yes. So then I touch Which this. you're already doing with yes. your feet. Well, yeah, good point. Um, so you you touch one stair and it's like... It's weird because you know that what you're looking at is... Or what you're what you're sensing is not like writing per se. It's more, it's, it seems to be like some sort of n numerical thing or like a, a, a designator. Okay. And you touch another stair and it's, again, it seems like that. Um, Are they just numbered stairs? And you, you, you touch <laughs> a few of them and you realize that it's some sort of coordinate system. Oh, neat. Um, it is measuring coordinates between two points. Cool. Um, what? Sorry. What? You've got arcane, uh, arcana knowledge. Yes. yes, I do. Okay. Um, you can make that check, and if you describe to Veus what's going on, Veus can make that check as well. Because I think you've also got that uh, arcana. Uh, yes. Yeah. And that's just a straight d20. And use then d20, and you add the the number. I will use this for the first time. Boink. Four. Okay. Uh, then plus your zero. Which? It's plus my plus intelligence or plus oh plus proficiency. Yeah, plus yeah. your proficiency oh, right. and, and your intelligence. Yeah, so it's with three. Eight. So it's seven. So it's seven. So it's seven. Yeah. Uh, well, I got a twenty-two. Vaius, this is um, an ancient system of coordinates that is still um, used by wizards now um, in some like very very specific schools, and by schools I mean areas of magical study, not not um, not institutions. It's not the kind of thing I would know because I'm not a wizard. Colleges. Well, I knew I should have gone to wizard school. But you're you know you know stuff about magic in general, and so it's, it's typically used by wizards. But this is like a very very old system of um, of defining uh, three dimensional spatial coordinates in outer space. This is what's keeping the gravity on in this ridiculous twirling staircase. Well, these are the the things that are engraved into the stairs. Mm. So yeah, they might be whatever like that some sort of thing that's doing the how the gravity is being rotated or something like the thing is if these are if these are coordinates are they coordinates of other places so it's giving the stairs the properties of the coordinates that are carved in which is how they can go up the wall at a ridiculous angle and still maintain what feels like constant gravity uh it could be that the spell like whatever spell or effect is on the stairs is directly related to the runes it could be that the runes are just symbolic um that is uh you don't think that the runes are directly connected to the magical effect on the stairs. 
Interesting. What would happen if somehow the runes were obliterated? Um, well, given that you don't think that they have much effect on the on the effect on the stairs, um, probably not a lot. At least not a lot to the gravity of the stairs. Mm, interesting. The gravity of the situation. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Well. Well, we're not going to stick around in this room anyway, so let's go through the door. Right. Okay. So let's let's talk again about what's on the other side of the door. Because I think we didn't we step into it last time. I gave you box text for it, right. and then we then we ended the session there. Can we can we hear the box text again? Yes. I realize for the viewers at home, it's only a week, but that's no, that's fine. Like, I was I was going to give it to you. Good. Again. It's like a month and a half for us, I think, isn't it? Yeah. So the previously, whenever you, we even touched the door, we opened it and went in. Yeah. But this one is just a regular door. Like we were open it up and look through it. Hmm. To, to clarify, as soon as we touched it in any way, we immediately Appeared opened the door the and walked through it. Oh, I see. Whether we wanted to or not. In yeah. fact, we stopped being aware of what we were doing. And wow. then you and, and then, then you had got a horrible nightmare and woke up at the bottom, bottom of the stairs. Ah. The ceiling of this immense 80 by 80 foot chamber glows red from a pool of bubbling magma suspended over most of the ceiling. Mm. The pool covers the entire ceiling save for a 10 foot border next to the walls and a 20 foot by 20 foot island in the very center of the room. From this, a huge statue of a creature resembling an anemone with four snake-like heads reaches its maws toward the floor. The green marble floor bears a 10-foot depression, which lines up perfectly with the depression in the ceiling holding the magma. As with the ceiling, a 10-foot walkway surrounds the outside of the room. Four 10-foot pillars are located throughout the room, equidistant from the walkway around uh, the outside and the statue at the center. Atop each pillar is the statue of a worshiper kneeling in supplication. While strangely little of the magma uh, stuck to the ceiling appears to have fallen to the floor, some of it apparently has as bulbous lumps of pumice dominate the corners of the walkways. So I don't like this whole so square room. lava on the roof thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. Square room. There is basically a catwalk around the outside of the room. Top a, and bottom. With a 10-foot depression mm-hmm. on the bottom. And then on the top, 10-foot catwalk around the outside of the room, magma pool in the middle. And then in the very center of the room, surrounded by a whole bunch of magma on the roof, is a square statue, well, is a square base with a statue on it, um, and the statue is reaching its head down toward the center of the room. On the bottom part of the room, there are four statues of kneeling worshippers. And the and the, the, the four statues on the pillars, those are in the the depression. In the, the ten foot depression, yes. Okay. But More, there's, there's no. And in the center of the room, there's a twenty foot, like twenty the, foot. That's on the ceiling. On the ceiling. Oh, that's where the ceiling. statue. Is. Okay. But there's no there's no thing like that on the bottom. Correct. Okay. Wow. I think um, I, I vaguely remember something like this from Desert Bus. So there's Five? the there's only Four? lava on the ceiling. There's no lava actually on the ground. Correct. Um, I'm going to throw hmm. a rock in here to see what the gravity is like before anybody walks in here, considering so, we've been in many gravity flippy rooms. Sure. Um, you throw the rock and it does sort of an S shape in that it flies and starts going, is affected by normal gravity and starts going down uh, until it crosses over the threshold of the catwalk to where mm-hmm. the pit is, and then it just goes whoop and up into the lava on the ceiling. Right. There we go. Okay, that's good. <laughs> so that means that that means it's not just like a field holding lava up there. Mm-hmm. It actually is that whole area yeah. gravitationally being weird. And are there any other exits? Not apparently. 
Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. how tall is the room? Uh, the room is like the space between. So between the the catwalk on the bottom and the catwalk on the top is twenty feet. Okay. So it's actually not that big. Well, it's eighty feet by eighty feet, which is a pretty large room. Yeah. Eighty by eighty by twenty. Okay. So. Um, hmm. So when, so through the rock, so. <coughs> All right. Well, so it had so as it was crossing the catwalk, normal gravity flies past the catwalk, and then is like whoa, gravity yeah. changes. So don't jump off the catwalk. Yeah. Right. So Hug even the so so the fact that the like what what this actually is is a room with the catwalk around the outside and a big pool of lava in the middle. Yeah. But the big pool of lava in the middle just happens to be on the roof. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like that could change at any moment. Sorry, where were the pillars? They were so, in the depression on the floor. On the floor. Right. So. So you can't. So we can't easily. So presumably, if the lava, they'd be coming out of the lava. Is that what you're saying? So uh, if they were on the ceiling, they'd be coming out. But they're on the floor. But no, sorry. If the lava was on the floor, they'd be coming out of the lava. Right. Okay. Yeah, okay. I How there's far? Also, there's also parts where at the corners, he said, where lava has come away and is now yeah. big things of pumice gathered at the corners. So clearly the lava's not held in position. It can move towards can the catwalk. Yeah. fall and slosh. Yeah. Um, are the, the, the pillars with the statues on them, the little statues, mm-hmm. are they, how far are they away from the catwalk? So the way that they're positioned, they are 10 feet away from the inside of the catwalk and 10 feet away from the okay. position of the island in the middle. So you right. can't, you couldn't actually like interact with them while standing on the catwalk. No, you, so you can jump um, over to them without too much of a problem. But presumably... But then you'd be like, what? Right, so you would have to jump and grab, grab. them for dear life. Right, but cool. they're is... effectively hanging from the ceiling. Right. In Let's the see, context there's four of statues, and I count one, two, three, four of you, so you guys do that, <laughs> and maybe if we all hug them at the same time, everything goes back to normal? That but would be normal bad. means that be... lava falls on you. <laughs> yeah. Yes, okay, you're right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Lucy's okay. not allowed to make plans So anymore. don't do that. <laughs> first, first step is... First go step. yeah go into the, go <laughs> so, into the room. Uh, Thok will step into the room. Okay. How long does spider climb stay active for? Like an hour? Uh, it might be concentration, but I think it was like ten minutes a level or something. Um. So so step in onto yeah. the catwalk. Okay, you are on the catwalk. All right. I think hmm. we need to start searching around I was the say, wall. I want to search for a Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I'm just thinking about the other room with screwy gravity that had a catwalk around the outside. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a smaller room, but um, that is the sort of, like, how, how, it's a 10-foot wide catwalk? Yeah. yeah. You okay. got lots of space. The yeah, other one was quite, a one-foot wide yeah. catwalk. So this is a little bit yeah. more reasonable. I'm going to start circumnavigating yeah. the room looking for secret doors. Okay. Um, I don't know if there's anything I can do to be, like, braced Oh, for if we spin around and fall, like, like being, I'm sort of prepared. Well, if we're standing on the walkway and we fall up, we just land on another walkway. Yeah, but it's still twenty foot drop. Yeah, but I'm landing in lava. Spider climb yeah, yeah. lasts I'm, an hour. But I'm saying okay. braced for possibly falling twenty feet at any given point. <laughs> <Fair enough. laughs> so, uh, Kathleen, you had Vaeus had the the spider climb up during the last session. Is that correct? Because you were you were climbing up the side of the wall. Yeah. Okay. This is very cautious around big pools of lava. Well, no, it's because you didn't trust the the gravity staircase. Right. Yes. So um, 
Yeah. So we'll say that you still have that up for like half an hour or something like that. Sick. Um, yeah. So uh, you are you going clockwise or counterclockwise around the room? It's square and symmetrical. So. I'm going to go counterclockwise. Okay. So should we all go? Should we like split up and meet on the other side? Sure. Okay. Okay. Right. So you're splitting the party. Yep. I'm going yeah. around the <laughs> other side. Of the room. Don't say it like that. We're in the same room. First rule: always split the party. Always split the party. Okay. All right. All so right. who's going with who? Uh, me and Thok will go one way. Oh, great. The three of you go the other way. <laughs> I'll stay in the door. Thok and I. That's how <laughs> you should say it. Shut, shut <laughs> up, Thok. <laughs> so sorry. Who's going left? Seven. Hands uh, up if you're going left. Uh, what, you, which way? I'm, you, I'm going right. I'm going counter. Okay, so I guess we're Thok, Thok and I are going okay. right, left, and you're going right. Yeah. You and you e. and and you. No, you and you are going right, and you're staying right where you were. Okay, um, holding down base camp. Yeah. I feel that drows don't get to live long outside drow areas by not being extremely cautious. Mm-hmm. Right. Drarias. Okay, so people who are going left, um, you reach the first corner, okay. and. Uh, I need you to make perception checks, please. That's not very perceptive. That's not good. You were imperceptive. Yeah. So am I. Um, Seven. Nine. Okay. So. I mean, I'm watching them. Can I make a perception check? Nope. Okay. So uh, you reach the first corner and you're getting to one of the areas where um, the the some lava drips have like formed or have like apparently landed on the catwalk or something and they form this sort of very porous pumice. Uh, substance and you're sort of like walking by it not paying much attention to it when suddenly a whole bunch of tiny glowing specks start, oh no. start crawling out of the pores and uh, and flying up into the air it's and starting to sw- swarm around lava bees um, and uh, we need to all roll initiative stupid oh damn stupid lava bees Our I rolled four again what is wrong with this are swarms a thing in <laughs> why Fifth edition. I'm the dungeon master, so I get to say whether or not swarms are a thing. Are swarms a thing in this game? Dang lava wow. bees! I hope these work like Diablo, where you like hit them and then they drop a great axe. That'd be sweet. Gnarled root. I also hope you hit them as a group. Yeah. Yeah. Attack swarm <laughs> with a sword. Poke, poke, poke. Thumb. Oh, they all die. Yeah. In oh man, in like old D and D or Pathfinder, swarms are just brutal. Uh, Dacron, initiative, yes. please. <laughs> Uh, 22. Whew. Quick. That's pretty good. Illusion. Five. That's not as good. I know. Uh, Veus. Ten. That is median. <laughs> wow. Adrian. <laughs> 24. Whoa. Yeah, I rolled a 20. So fast. Okay. So My bad guys got a 20, and I was like, sick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys are putting them to shame. Thok. Ten. I don't really know what I can do, but we'll see. Run 80 feet. I mean, I can shoot them if I think it'll help. Yeah. I yeah. guess we'll find out. Did, okay. they, did they only come out where they're standing? Yeah, they're coming out of the pumice near where these yeah, guys but are But I can hit them from where I'm standing. And so that means that you are about 80 feet away because you were walking in the opposite direction mm-hmm. and you are about 40 feet into like, And you're I mean, all along more or less like a like bucket a of water to throw line. on them or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yes, these are in fact lava bees. They no. are, um, they have a mostly molten-looking center uh, with a delicious <laughs> uh, with a, a coating of 
um, sort of Chocolate. a harder, <laughs> harder pumicey like uh, magma, and they've got like a bright uh, gem-like uh, refractive surface on that. So they have this wonderful sparkly glow that uh, that shines through. Um, and yes, they are beginning to to form into a rather large, many thousands of bees swarm um, <laughs> that is uh, sort of encircling you. Uh, Adrian, you don't have a very clear view of this. You certainly, I don't think, can tell that these are bees. Uh, it looks like a bunch of tiny little motes of light just came out of the out of the lava and started just swarming and engulfing your buddies. I feel like we're going... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is anybody screaming, ah, going, bees? Ah, bees. <laughs> Could, I mean, you could we, hear that like, from 80 feet away, we, though, right? We would be doing that if they weren't lava bees. Yeah. Like, even if they were just regular, regular bees. bees. <laughs> I'd still be yelling, ah, bees, yeah. Hmm. How could, uh, could these be... Actually, you know, bees are actually quite nice in real life. Could these be lava wasps? No. No, no. no these, are, these are lava bees. They've always been lava bees. Yeah. So they sting once they die, then. Mm-hmm. That now that if they were if they were lava honeybees that would be the case. Correct. And even if even if that were true, bees. they are lava and there are like thousands of them. So that's still getting you get a nasty burn. That's still like if even if each one does one point of damage when it stings you, you're still in deep trouble. <laughs> you're still very dead. <laughs> so uh, Adrian, it is your go. Yeah. I can make a cloud of fog. Depending on how dense the fog is, that could be effective. Heavy-duty water vapor. Uh-huh. I don't think it actually... Uh, no, I feel like it probably it's... doesn't actually do anything against flaming things. It's just a visual, I don't know. It's just you... a visual yeah, thing, right? The fog cloud, yeah. It's... Um, let me just... Uh, uh, I could create a sphere of, sphere of fog centered on a point within range, which they are. The sphere spreads around corners, and the area is heavily obscured. It lasts for the duration or until a wind of moderate or greater speed disperses it. Excellent. So you can watch us. I mean, you, can, you cannot watch us die. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I well, guess. I don't want to see I w- that. Yeah. W- <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, my God. Uh, I mean, I would guess the lava bees would probably be pretty easy to see in the fog. Yeah. But I don't think they need to see us. I don't know. Yeah. Have so you ever, I don't think that would be that uh, helpful. helpful. If, you shine like a, if you shine like car headlights into fog, though, like that's like really bad because the light gets like refra- refracted by all the water droplets. And it's just like a, a glow. Uh, so because there's lava in here, it'd be like a massive red glow. Yeah. And with you two would people not be screaming able- inside. It. Yeah. <laughs> it would actually be very bad for visibility. Yeah, but, yeah, I, I, th- but I think maybe no. It might not. The thing is, the bees might not need it. I'm, I'm trying to make things bad for the bees. Yeah, I feel like the if they're anything like regular bees, you know, visual is not their main thing. Yeah. Are they elementals? They yes. Might be. Ooh. Yeah. They probably would be. Yeah. I, it doesn't really. It's my it's my favorite enemy thing. It doesn't actually help at all in this situation. Um, you don't think that these care about whether they can see. Yeah, I kind of didn't didn't think that they would. If they are elementals, because it's my favorite enemy, I not favorite, favored enemy, uh, I can do an, an intelligence check to recall information about them. Sure. No, that could be handy. My, my intelligence modifier of minus two. It's less handy. Yeah, okay, 13. Um, you know they're bees. Well, okay. They're, they're the bees and they're lava. <laughs> so basic information, they're small creatures swarming around. Mm-hmm. Um, so swinging a sword into that, not super effective. Mm. Um, they're also likely immune to fire. Mm-hmm. Um, Fair. Brilliant. <laughs> that's about all you're getting off of 13. Yeah, no kidding. Okay. Uh, 
if swinging a sword at them isn't going to be that effective, I can only assume shooting an arrow <laughs> into it is going to be even less effective. <laughs> you kill one bee, good job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and like uh, nail it to the wall. Yeah. All right, now we just have 2,000 more to hit. <laughs> yeah. I am... Do you have any area that, effects? That is not am, to say that it is completely useless to shoot things into them. Yeah. It's just, you know, not the most effective. I am baffled at how I can assist in this situation. I guess I will shoot at them. Okay. You have no area effect stuff, really? Other uh, than that fog cloud? Fog cloud. cloud. Mm. That's, yeah, that's my only AoE thing. I think this is going to be more um, Lucian and Veus's fight. We'll see. No, you're, 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 no, you're a cleric. Veus's fight. I don't know. Maybe uh, Dakron, Ohio can help us out here. Mm. All right. Maybe cold cold breath or something. How about that? That seems like that would be good. Mm-hmm. Um, boom, boom, boom. Uh, ow. Oh. Um, um, I also need a wisdom save from you. For me? Yeah, as Wis- you... as Well, okay. First of all, tell me what you got in your attack roll. 17. Okay. That uh, We will call that a hit. Roll okay. some damage for me. Okay. Um... You hit the cloud. Seven. Okay. May I take my second attack? You may. Does that mean he kills seven of them? Uh, balls. That's even worse. Fourteen. Uh, that is a hit. All right. For eleven, and then since it's been injured, I will use my extra 1d8. Okay. It, the swarm, uh, which is another three. So that's fourteen total. Luckily, these aren't on the second attack. Bees yeah. wearing heavy armor, and I need a wisdom save. A and now I save my wisdom. Why? Uh, We're gonna find out. This is just a wisdom save. Yes. Okay. So twelve. Just to learn that what you're doing is pointless. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, thank you. Okay. Or not. Done. 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 Duh? It's always the the, uh, yeah, the DM being like, make a save. Dagron. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Dacron, like the fat. Dacron. I need a <laughs> constitution save from you, please. That's oh. just d20 plus... Plus your constitution bonus, oh, plus three if you have proficiency, which I don't believe you should. 14 plus two, 16. Okay. Um, so you are in the middle of this swarm, which is like really hard to deal with. Uh, but you're you're doing okay. No, he's not. He, he he's on the other oh, side. He went the other way. Okay, yeah. never mind. Um, we'll just call that your your uh, just for fun. What was your what, what would that make your wisdom save? Oh, that would have been uh, twelve instead. Okay, thank you. Um, <laughs> you when uh, you inevitably become entangled in the swarm, yes, that will yes. be. Your... <laughs> so, what would you like to do? Uh, am I am I all the way on the other side? Yeah, so I'm yeah. eighty feet yeah. away. You're with me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sing us a song to can enrich I, our spirits. Can I, help, can I move fast enough to get there, I wonder? If you double move, you can get 60 feet. But I don't, then I can't do anything do it, once yeah, no. Correct. But you'll be within 20 <coughs> feet, so you can do something next turn. Next turn, then, then you can move <laughs> you, you could also get out of the bee-infested room if you wanted to. <laughs> since you, since you're Join me the, in the bee-free zone. <laughs> yeah. Since you're new to the, to, to the system, you can also you can break up your move. So you can move action move as well. So you go with like 30 feet which would put you 50 feet from us. Uh, yeah. If you can do something within 50 feet, now would be cool. But the the best I could do there would be to actually just shoot an arrow yeah, from my hand crossbow. And I don't think we'd be getting anywhere. Don't forget about your fun times bonus action. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Probably give it to one of them. I have a feeling that's what I'm going to do. Uh, so maybe what I'll do is I'll... So the from what I remember from 4th edition is move minor standard. It yeah, doesn't work the same way here. It's That's, a little bit different. Um, basically, you can you 
can move and you can take an action. Mm-hmm. Okay. And your action can be like your attacks or you know, overwatch. Else. Yeah. Um, and then, <laughs> and one of the actions you can do is called hustle, which is just another move. Oh, right? I see. Okay. Okay. So you can, that's what we call a double move. Okay. Um, the, uh, so minor actions don't really exist in the same way. Um, you have one reaction per round and that can be like an opportunity attack or it could be any number of other things that subjectively use. And it'll say in the PHP, as your reaction, you right. can oh, move. I see. Okay. And okay. then sometimes you get bonus actions, which just happen on top of everything else. Okay. That's basically it. So if I double move, I can get within 20 feet of them. Right. Okay. I think I'll do that. Okay. And then, um, because now I can name a creature within 60 feet of me, um, and they can hear me over the swarm. Yeah. As a bonus, as a bonus action, I can do something called Bardic Inspiration, which is to give somebody an extra die. Ooh. Um, which one of you is going to get it? Give it to me. <laughs> you don't need it. I'm going to. I just want everything. I'm going to give it to James. Once within the next 10 minutes, the creature can roll the die and add the number rolled to one ability check, attack roll, or saving throw it makes. The creature can wait until after it rolls its d20 before deciding to use the Bardic Inspiration die, but must decide before the DM says whether the roll succeeds or fails. Wow. Once the die is rolled, it is lost. You can only have one at a time. Uh, You can use this feature a number of times. That's me. I can use this feature a number of times, etc. So it's, it's next to my Charisma modifier, which is plus four. Cool. And then I have to rest. Um, but because we're at fifth level, it's a D8. So and it lasts for 10 minutes? It lasts for 10 minutes. So I'm assuming wow. until like the end of his turn. But you, you, yeah. you only get to use it once. Yeah. Yeah. James so sometime in the next 10 minutes, you yeah. can use it. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, wow, that's really good. Uh, yeah. And because you're in the Bardic School of Valor, Valor. Uh, it can also be used for damage. Yeah. Cool. And yeah. alternatively, when attack roll is made against the creature... Uh, so if somebody's attacking you, you can use your reaction to roll that die and add the number rolled to your own AC. Fancy. Yeah. After seeing the roll, but before knowing whether it hits or misses. Yeah. Cool. So it all has to be done before Jared can jump in and say, so, ah! So it's like ultimate... Uh, Little buff. Sort of. Yeah, well, yeah, but it's like, it's like yeah, just giving you know, your, your buddies a bunch of upgrades. That's mm-hmm. That's what bards do, isn't it's it? What I, it why, it's why I only ever play buff characters. I love to do support and I hate to fight. <laughs> It's the uh, the fighter like uh, has there are some abilities the fighter can do that also do that do similar things, mm-hmm. but in order for his to work, everybody has to be in close combat. Mm. It's like if somebody else is in close combat, I can give them a buff or something, but none of you guys go into close combat, so I didn't take any of those. Correct. <laughs> but there we are. That I've moved twice. I'm close enough that I can name James, James uh, or Lucien. Who gets? Well, I like it. Yeah, I figured L- you would. Lucien. That's illusion. Yeah. I like Lucien. Lucien Bouchard. Okay. I like you, you. You like run up and just be like, Canadian. you can do it. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> it's like, well, if that guy says I could do it, maybe I, I can. Think I can. Cool. And you, you get a, you get an extra D eight if you, whenever you need it, in the next ten minutes Sweet. of game time, but which is a, a ton of time. Yeah, so. but that's a D ten. Okay. Um, describe to me the kind of armor you guys are wearing. Breastplate. Sorry, those, sorry. Those of you in the in the uh, yeah. bees of bees of full plate. Uh, scale now. Lot, lots of lots of cracks for bees to get into yeah. and get stuck inside. I'm sorry, this is gonna suck. Um, I've always so, wanted to die. Let's do this. So bees turn. Um, so you take five points of damage and of piercing damage. Five points of fire damage. Oh. Okay, but I, so I so half of that, right? So two. Half of the fire damage. So five yeah. piercing. Five fire. Um, okay. Thok, you take four piercing, two fire. 
Um, and then both of you, uh, your armor gets super, super hot. Um, so hot, Sweet. in fact, that it starts searing your flesh. Oh, jeez. Cool. Neat. Run away. Armor. Illusion. Why have you deserted me? Seven damage. Okay. Thok, an additional seven damage as well. That's all fire damage as well. Oh, dear. Does that also affect the cloak? Yes. Okay. Um, additionally, <laughs> um, I need fortitude saves from both of you. Or sorry, uh, constitution saves from both of you. I was going to say. So that means I am at... Uh, sorry, that was seven points of damage from the flaming armor. Yep. Correct. Five, two, seven. So that means okay. Uh, all right. Constitution. Yeah, I'm pretty good at that. How's a twenty-one? Twenty-one sounds pretty good. Eleven. Okay, eleven is not as good. Illusion. Uh, there. Uh, a lava beast. Ooh, box text. A lava beast. Well, this is just like ability text. Uh, okay. By some psychopath. <laughs> kind of monster. A lava beast thing injects a small amount of magma under the skin of the target. Aww. With well, such an injury burns at the outset, it also causes a drastic loss of flexibility as the magma hardens into rock. Repeated exposure to such injuries can lead to embolisms and heart you? problems as mineral matter <laughs> hardens in the victim, victim's blood stream. Blood stream. Um, so for now, you get disadvantage on dexterity checks, um, any dexterity checks, until all the B damage is healed. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Now, uh, the other swarm of bees, obviously alerted to uh, what's going on by on our side. Uh, no, no, no. There's oh, two that came out of. Uh, oh. No, just one. There's one swarm that came out of where you guys were, and then there's another one on the far side of the room that neither of you guys are on. Oh, that okay. seems to have been alerted by bee pheromones <laughs> or some such. Eighty feet away. And uh, this, so if we're here, it's over here. What are yeah. okay. what kind of freaky pheromone things are these guys doing? <laughs> I don't know. Ask the guy who's an expert in elementals. I'm sure he can explain it to you. I roll um, better on my check. So he, uh, so this this other swarm sort of starts coming out of the pumice on the other side, and then like moving toward your side of the lava pit. So it's sort of like hovering more or less halfway across the room right now. Sure. Bees, bees, yes. the magical. Uh, In the center? Hmm? Like yeah. it's coming across? It's coming across, yeah. It, it doesn't care about Sorry. gravity. It can hover. <laughs> I see. Okay. Effectively. I mean, it's technically flying all over the place in different directions. But what I'm saying is the bees can adjust to changing gravity. Okay. Um, uh, Thok, it is your go. For some reason, I, find, I think that would be really cool to see the swarm move across that gravity barrier because then... They have to the, turn upside down. Yeah, all the bees would kind of go and spin upside down. And the whole swarm would be cool. Thok, yeah. to start your turn, I will need a wisdom saving throw, please. Uh, do, do, do. That is uh, 13. Thank you. Nothing happens? No. Uh, now I need a constitution saving throw, please. Another one. Another one? Yeah. Did 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 everyone roll thirteen on that wisdom save? Uh, no, you've had a thirteen, twelve, thirteen. I think. Oh, okay. So I had to do one on their turn and yep. on my turn. Right. Sucky. Uh, fourteen. Okay, thank you. You uh, you managed. Oh wait, no, yeah, yeah, fourteen. You managed to not be uh completely uh. The, the fact that you have bees crawling all over you and, and whatnot, man, you <laughs> you're, like, you're, it's you're cool. not like 
screwed up by that is basically what this one was for. Okay, so do I know enough anything uh, just in general, not lava bees, but in general with basically like fighting a swarm like this mm-hmm. um, in terms of that, you know, swords aren't going to do too much. Yeah. Axes aren't going to do like do like piercing, Sw- slashing, swatting it- them and stuff might do something, uh, but it's not going to be nearly as effective as like area of effect stuff. Right. Which I don't have. Right. Um, you do know that it's very difficult to fight things when you're in the midst of them, which is why you had to make that save to sort of function normally. Um, but uh, you can always like move out of the swarm. Uh, how, how big around is the swarm? It's about 10 feet by 10 feet. Okay. But basically, if you are in the swarm, the swarm gets to hurt you, period. Right. Um, okay. And there's no attack rolls or anything involved in that. But you can just get out of the swarm. The swarm won't take opportunity attacks or whatever because it's just a bunch of tiny, tiny creatures. Right. But then it'll just come move. Um, okay. All right. I, I think uh, Thok is going to just have to book it for the moment. Um, so Thok will uh, double move out of the swarm back towards the door. Okay. So that'll take you right back to like where Baeus is basically. Yeah. Don't bring bees here. (laughs) (laughs) You should be able to get out, right? Like we can actually get out of this room. Yeah. Like back into the hallway. Yeah. And like close the door. And it's wide enough that he can move past me. Right. Yep. Cool. Now you can also just as a friendly unit, you can just let him pass. Yes. Vaeus, it is your go. Um, I need a wisdom save from you, please. I'm not even in the room. Oh, well, I guess I'm like. No, you're in the room. Going on. Yeah, you're in the room. Uh, where's my wisdom? Uh, four. Ooh. Okay. Um. <laughs> You'll notice he didn't say thank you there. <laughs> this is bad. Am I drawn to the light of the bees? Oh my god, that's what happens. Don't, don't give him ideas. You are fascinated by the second set of bees, oh, the one no. that is moving across the lava, the magma <laughs> <God>. towards <laughs> So So pretty. Um, so shiny. So, wow. Uh, Those bees your, look like they're worth a lot of money. On your turn, you may not move away from the bees, okay. and you must move at least five feet toward them. Well, that's nice. You have a, you have a ten-foot buffer. Yeah. You have a two-move max to get out of this. <laughs> Someone dragged me back. What a way to go. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> I don't think you want me to grab you. I'm currently wearing <laughs> red hot armor. <laughs> Sp- spider climb's still active for you, though, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yes. It doesn't really, I mean. Well, I mean, I just walk you, straight. Yeah. It doesn't help with gravity if you're falling towards lava. <laughs> it's like grabbing the roof and it's like hanging on for dear life as you crawl towards them. Yeah. Okay. All right. So Don't I'm... worry. The bees will just be able to get to you pretty soon, <laughs> so it'll be not relevant. Maybe they want you to be their queen. Can you take... Can she take other actions? Yep. Okay. But you you must move a minimum of five feet on your turn towards that swarm of bees. Okay, I know they look real... Can she still do offensive actions to that swarm of bees? For sure. Cool. I know they look really shiny, but I bet they're worth something. (laughs) Mm. Vaeus takes a few ginger steps in because he is not the kind of person to run into anything. And he is going to try casting Chill Touch on the bees that are attacking Lujan. Okay, this has a range that you Yes, can... 120 feet. Okay. So, 
Wait, chill touch has a range. Doesn't it's, make any sense. Uh, it's a necromancy <laughs> cantrip, not like an icy one. It's this a, is the one that does uh, the, necrotic damage. Chill is in like yeah, mm-hmm. chill of the is undead. It area it's It's a I create a ghostly skeletal hand in the space of a creature within range, and then I make a ranged spell attack against the creature to assail it with the chill of the grave. It is not AOE. Yeah, not, so. not, no. not not. <laughs> I don't really have any. Do you not have anything AOE? Everything I might mean. No, I mean no. No, not really. Kathleen, really. Hmm. Uh, no, I have lightning bolt, lightning bolt and is scorching most def- ray. Lightning bolt is most definitely AOE. It's a 10-foot wide. Mm-hmm. So you could do that because you also can you can remove Thok from the... A lightning bolt will or go illusion. through Lusion at this point. Yeah, if please. You, if you, if or you I mean, fire well, it at the bees that are you on can, you. you can, can, I, can, I have careful. Like, I can... Um, careful. Oh, right, that's, that's true. what it's yeah. called. Yeah. So you could do that. Uh, the question is: Is or lightning? Can, does lightning is lightning fire damage or is it lightning damage? It's lightning damage. Yeah, okay. lightning is not fire it's damage. damage I think. All right, I will. In that case, I will cast lightning bolt. Let me. Uh, let on me, the ones on me or the uh, ones you're walking towards? The, on the, the ones on you. The ones I'm walking towards. I'm still fascinated by. I uh, get a dexterity saving throw. Imagine the bees just go like, whoo, make a hole in the middle of the swarm. Oh, shit. So 14. You need to hit 14. Okay, I did not hit that, so you just cool. roll damage now. Uh, 8d6 lightning damage. Wow. That's a lot of d6s. That's why I have all these little d6s. You want to throw it down the tower? That's or? 6, or that's no, 5. that's too far away from you. Yeah. I mean, I could throw it down the I could throw it down the tower. You could, you could throw it for me. That should be 8 dice there. If it's not, let me know. Go, go. Ooh. I see a six. I, I rolled well. Thanks, nice. James. Uh, There's a couple. Considering it's that's, stop that's knocking. Six. It's that suitable five, that James right? rolled this. Considering no, that was a six. Saving his own butt. Yeah, they were both six, and then there's three fives there. Jeez, good job, James. Four fives. No, James. One of those ones that yeah, you turned one over was, was a the six. six. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So, well, one of the fives was that six. One. six. Yeah. So. Good job, James. I only roll all my all my dice from now on. So thirty nine. Thirty nine. Okay, that swarm of bees goes. Mmm, <laughs> crispies. Crispies. They all Never. fall to the ground around Lucian, who is unaffected by the spell because I presumably Vaius used spell exclusion. Yeah. I mean, you're a drow, so maybe you did want to just kill him. That's up to you. Not right now. He can okay. still heal me. Fair. He's um, not he's not completely out of magic yet. Why would I kill him? Also true. Okay. Well anyway, the bees uh the bees are subdued. You there ever, may be like some bees left, but it's enough to disperse the swarm. They're you, just ever, like... uh, you ever lit a wasp nest on fire? <laughs> I haven't actually. Yeah. Crispies. Yay. Uh, Alright. Illusion. You uh all the bees around you are dying or flying. Uh regardless, they are no longer attacking you. Still, I need a wisdom save from you, please. Sure. Because there's another swarm. Wisdom plus this plus ele- 11. Uh, you are fascinated by God the damn. swarm in the middle of the magma. <laughs> so you cannot move away from them. You'd think he'd know better. Uh, you must <laughs> yeah. move towards them. No, no, those if bees. You, if you think yeah, about those how bees many, seem good. If you think about how many times he's used that healing staff, though, he hasn't learned. It's, That's true. It's more like, it, it's more like, hey, I'm doing other stuff, and but I keep looking at them, and I can't, oh, like... Purdy. It's like... A, it's like um, it's like a vain person in a mirror. Um, all right, so well then, I one. move five feet towards the bees. Yep. I don't really have anything to cast. I'm thinking on you can afford people. to move another five feet towards the bees. 
You had nothing you can cast. You got a fifty I moved rope. ten feet towards the bees. Dare me. Uh, uh, I mean, you can. I mean, I have things, but they're all single target. I have nothing like AOE that mm. can do anything. I know someone who does. <laughs> well, um, I have to wait till they get a little closer. Uh, just one mm. second. Just curious. Like you can move back toward the door if you want to, because that's still toward the bees. That's true. You could also move. Actually, yeah, you could move up the side of the room away from the rest of the party if you wanted to, which is still technically toward the bees. You're I can basically I move any way, or I can move the five tiny feet. Yeah. In the diagonal. Yeah. Um, uh, you could also heal yourself. Yeah, which you is, do have like magma under your skin right now. Yeah. Gross. Uh, I will be healing myself. That's pretty much what I'm going to do, and I will move five feet towards the door. Okay. So I'm going to say that you're you're almost certainly. Uh, like another five feet, and you're going to be stepping into the lava at this point. Mm-hmm. That is that is how that's going. So if, if if the bees stay stationary, yeah, then on the next round you will be moving into the magma. Cool. I look forward to it. Uh, the bees aren't going to just sit in the middle of the room, though. Um, all right. So that's the end of the round. Uh, I am going to call that session here, mm-hmm. uh, and so we will return to you very soon next week. Uh, to see if our heroes can uh, can avoid taking a, oh, a oh, oh, dip in the lava. I've got my I've got my outro Excellent. already. Uh, will our heroes fall to a hot and sticky end, or will Jer prove to be a bit of a buzzkill? Found out find out next week on Temple of the Lava Bears. <laughs> <laughs>